If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen FM. Welcome, everyone. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to have you here tonight. I'm so excited for my amazing guest that's going to be joining us in just a few minutes. And, uh, oh, this is going to be an interesting show because, you know, I like to do provocative topics. I like, I like topics that kind of stir you up and, uh, you know... I, I'm the type of person that lives my life out loud, and I, you know, I get messy. I get messy. So I hope you guys are ready to get messy tonight, because uh, with this person and this topic, I think it's totally going to happen. So tonight, the topic is gratitude changes the lives of love, and uh, it is going to be an interesting conversation because what I love about this person is we don't agree on everything. But before I get to her and the topic, and you can hear her giggling in the background, but she doesn't get to talk yet. (laughs) Because I'm going to be the dominatrix here. Um, Before we get to the topic and to this amazing guest, um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a possibilities coach, and I love to work with my clients to co-create the living and loving they desire with all the possibilities available in the universe. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, Bar Facilitator, energy healer, radio show host, producer, website builder, and so much more. I love to keep myself busy and create in different ways. I like to be different. Are you willing to be different? Are you desiring some changes in your life? My programs assist you in bringing more possibilities to actualization. Are you ready to claim what you desire? Connect with me to learn more. Now I do charge for my services, but the first five minutes are always free. And I talk very fast, so you might be able to get an awful lot out of those first five minutes. So when you're ready to claim, own, and acknowledge the changes you desire, connect with me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. I'd love to hear from you. So tonight, gratitude changes the lives of love with my guest, Joanne Delcore. What if love is a lie and gratitude contributes more than you have imagined? Would you be willing to challenge your viewpoint around love? What it means? What it doesn't mean? And how it can and cannot contribute to you, your life, and your living? Gratitude creates different. Do you want to find out how that can be increased in your level of receiving? So my guest tonight is the dynamic Joanne Delcore. She is the founder of Be Anxiety Free. And we are going to challenge these notions, and we might even challenge your belief system. So as I said, it could get nasty. So Joanne is a transition coach. She's a speaker, a group facilitator. She's just a kick-ass person. I'm telling you, I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about her. But I'm going to give you her quote-unquote formal profile first. She's trained and certified expert in emotional intelligence, an international client base throughout North America, Europe, and the UAE. Her specialized work revolves around the emotional health of individuals, employees, and schools. 
particularly in the area of negativity, anxiety, and depression. She breaks new ground through her bold and impactful approach to traditional thinking models. Joanne is a sought-after speaker, facilitator, and consultant, and has been interviewed and featured as a guest expert on radio shows, magazines, and panel discussions. She runs her private practice in Toronto and works with individuals around the world to build knowledge, learning, and fluency around the emotional experiences. Her group work and workshops are in demand with student communities such as the University of Toronto, York University, York University, and Ryerson University. And you can connect with Joanne at joannedelcore.com. This woman, besides that bio that I just read, she is a person that came into my life in 2008 and has never left, even when I wanted to kick her butt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> she has, uh, well, we'll tell the story. Joanne, welcome to the show. I'm so thrilled that you're here with me tonight. Thank you. I'm so excited, too. Thank you for inviting me back. It's a good space. It's a good space. I've missed the radio. I've missed it. I've missed it. <sighs> Hey, maybe we're going to tantalize you back in. How much fun would that be? Woohoo! You shall see, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joanne and I met um, in 2008. We both took our coaching training program together through the Coaches Training Institute. We met in 2008. I believe it was in November of 2008. And she came in and she was new to the class because we had taken a group class. Um, the month before together and she walked in and I just kind of looked at her and like who's this chick and uh, she you kind of remind me now this is going to crack you up I've never said this before oh god Christine thanks a lot thanks for waiting publicly <laughs> to tell me something that you've never said before <laughs> she kind of reminded me of a snake what are you talking about <laughs> She kind of reminded me of a snake that she was through you. <laughs> no, 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 that you would just be sitting there waiting and waiting and uh-huh. waiting. And then all of a sudden, snap. <laughs> and she's got this really strong energy and she sees you so clearly. And she she will take no prisoners. Like She is just this very that direct person. like a lion to me. I don't know about a snake there, Christine. Okay. Well, you can be the lion, I'll be the snake, whatever. Okay. It's all good. It's all, it's good. all good. But what I loved about Joanne was she challenged people. And she didn't go along with, I mean, if she agreed with you, she agreed with you. But it wasn't her default. It wasn't your default. Sorry, I don't need to mean to speak about you in third person. And... um I remember after that class, we connected and we went, uh, we were in the Sheraton Hotel. I can see it so plainly in my mind's eye. And we went downstairs, we were in the main lobby, and we were sitting there having a drink and we were we were talking. And she just was like, she saw me so clearly. And she had no point of view around telling me exactly what she <laughs> thought. I'm glad you took it and embraced it openly. <laughs> Well, I don't I re- remember what I said to you. I, mean, I don't remember either. I just remember the energy of it. But what I loved was, um, well, what actually occurred for me in the moment as you're doing this, I was kind of, it, time was going very slowly for me, although it wasn't an energy of slow at all what you were saying. And um, uh, <laughs> yes, Carol, 20 and 40, please. And what she was saying was, um, 
what was going on in my mind at the time was, okay, either this chick is completely full of shit and I'm going to just get up and walk away right now, (laughs) or I'm going to sit here and I'm going to receive what she's saying without... Because it's all about feedback, right? (laughs) Without, Without going into a... A reaction and um, she challenged me you challenged me Joanne to not go into a reaction not with your words it was just a challenging moment for me and the, the really yummy thing about Joanne and who she is in the world is she's willing to challenge you to invite you forward into being more of you and you've done that for me since the day I met you and you continue to do that. And I absolutely love that about you, hate that about you, and and am still choosing more of it with you. So thank you so much for being that energy in the world. I, I, I just think it's it's so needed and um you're a fresh you're a fresh breath of air that's uh that changes my world when we're together and when we connect and I know you change other people's worlds too, so thank you for showing up. Well, thank you for that extensive introduction, and thank you, thank you for seeing me. You know, and thank you. You do the same for me, Christine. I really believe that um, we're very much alike in that space, and I really believe that what we both want for each other is to grow at a very exponentially fast rate. Mm-hmm. So we're willing to. We're willing to entertain the other person's position insanity? or idea. <laughs> did, you, did you want to say insanities? Because I kind of felt like that was the next word. <laughs> right? I didn't say that. <laughs> I love it. Say more. <laughs> say more. Well, well her topic is a little bit insane tonight because I really haven't wrapped my head around I love that. Really talk about yeah, I know. I really love that. So Joanne is a very she's a very mm-hmm. detailed person. She's a very deep planner. And when she had her sh- her show on the channel, which Power of Sensitivity was the name of the show, and you can still get all the archives in our archives database. They're brilliant. You might want to go listen to them. Um, and she would always be super, super planned out for her shows. And I was always challenging her, just like, just go with it. Just go with it. And she, and I actually said to her, oh, my gosh, goodness, I should prepare something. And she goes, oh, what's the topic? Yeah, I'm just going to go with it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> See what you do for me, Christine? You grow me. <laughs> oh, my God, well, that's too well, funny. Well, you know what I have to say, though? To co, I don't know, coexist on the radio with another announcer. It's very different. The experience is so different than when you're announcing or you're, you know, you're sort of broadcasting alone. Yeah, alone. I mean, I, I kind of, kind of felt like I just, I needed material, and I, and yes, I could draw from my everyday experience, but I wanted it to be uh, quality, and I didn't want to forget some, some of the things that. Uh, I believed were important to really talk about. And right. um, so that's why I'm really loving this dynamic right now because um, you and I feed off of each other really well. And I feel like the listeners tonight are going to get a little 
sneak peek into what it's like to have a conversation with the two of us on the phone as if they were <laughs> God bless them. That's too funny. Okay, so let's let's talk. Let's get into this because we've just been going on for, and I could do this with you for days, but let's get into this. So gratitude versus love. And it's not really versus so much as is it, you know, I came up with this topic. I knew it would challenge you, which I loved. and But the gratitude um, really undoing the lies of love. And, you know, tell me when I said that topic to you, Joanne, what came up for uh, What came up for me immediately was, what the heck does this mean? Or... I have never looked at love and lies. Lies and love to me were the first two things that I looked at, and I was like, wow, I've never seen those two words together. In fact, I'm not even used to seeing lies even beside the word love. Hmm. I've, always, I've always, I don't know, I've always wondered about the purity of love, right? I, you know, I think I even mentioned to you even a couple of days ago how I'm not even sure if I mentioned this to you, but I've grown up really observing and assessing the quality of love that people bring to their everyday life, to their relationships, um, and to their work, to their play. So I've always sort of calibrated the level of love that I felt was pure from people. And so when I see the word lie in front of love, kind of throws me for a bit of a loop because mm. I'm not sure what that means. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And and you know what, if you're listening to our show, uh, if you would like to come and participate in the chat room, we would love to have you do that. So come on over to adazen.fm along the red menu button. You'll see the chat room. You can put your real name or your false name in. But please come in and play because you, the listeners, help to create this show. And we would love to answer your questions, get your feedback, agree with us, don't agree with us. We have no point of view about that, but we would love to hear from you. And if you would like to call in, the numbers to call in in the U.S. are um, 815-880-8255. In Canada, the number is 613-800-8736. Or if you're in the UK, 33 000 10625 or you can skip us at and there you can ask us questions so that would be great to have you participate so um what about for you Christine for, like, yeah what, yeah what gratitude and love well you know through you know um the experiences of of life you know growing up it was always if you really cared about me you know if somebody really cared about you they loved you Mm-hmm. And um, love, the word love had so much significance to it. You know, like the first time you tell that special someone that you love them and, and how it's like it's so significant and there's so much meaning behind it. And, you know, I had that word very much in my reality, of course. And But the word gratitude, I did not. I didn't know what that meant at all. I didn't know what the word gra- uh, gratitude was. And 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 then since doing Access, so you know Gary Douglas is the founder of Access Consciousness, and he he's really looked at this um, gratitude and love, and it's challenged me to look at it as well, which is awesome. I'm really happy about that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm but curious. Yeah. Gratitude that. to to be in in gratitude is you know when we talk about being grateful for someone, and there, it's it's a space of it's way more than appreciation, and um, and I think that gratitude has the energy of love to it. Now, this is my personal point of view. Okay. So you can anyone can challenge that, and please do. Yep. Um, but I think, you know, I was looking up the definition. Um, first of all, the definition of love. As a noun, it's an intense feeling of deep affection or a person or a thing that one loves. So it nearly feels like a possession. Hmm. And then as a verb, it's a I feel a deep romantic or sexual attachment to someone. So it's it's in these definitions, it nearly is um, love in this reality today. It's like it's it's outside of us, hmm. and it's like for me, what these definitions are saying, it's like it's it's me in relationship to you. Hmm. Does that make sense? Kind of. Okay. And I, I am quoting what the definitions are, but, but the way that I'm yeah. interpreting it um, is definitely my interpretation. Um, and in this reality, um, the definition of gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. So that's a little different than what mm-hmm. I have in my awareness about that. Mm-hmm. But... Oftentimes, and this is the core of where I want to get to, and then we can dissect it as we move forward, Joanne. But in Access, what they have really brought forth in looking at is that love, oftentimes in this reality now, it's been so bastardized down that it is our... There's a, there's a strong obligation attached to the word love. Mm-hmm. And so if... I say to you, Joanne, you know, like let's say you and I are interested in each other from um, a romantic in a romantic way, and I say to you, I love you, and we've never said that to each other before, right? Or even yeah. if we have, immediately what occurs for many people is like, oh my God, am I supposed to say I love you now? And right. what does it mean if I don't say I love you? What does it mean if I do say I love you? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this expectation, expectation, obligation, exactly. And then there's this other piece where there's um, the expectation that if I've told you I love you, if you've told me you love me, then I've got this absolute faith in you that you will never change, you will never hurt me, you'll never Mm. lie to me, you know, all of this huge, huge expectation behind um, what you will and will not do. Sounds like a, well, based on sort of modeling and what we've seen, how people have treated us. Here's where I'm going to go with this, okay? Okay. I feel like love is a really big topic to talk about. And my... (laughs) My personal, like where I come from with love, um, just even recently, is this idea that love um, is defined by the user. So the user is 
the intention behind how the user is using love is uh, makes a world of difference. And what I do know is that there are sort of two ways of looking at love so far, as far as I can see in my own life. Okay. The love that you're talking about, I love you, expecting the I love you back. I'm giving you a gift. Oh, I need to give a gift back. Sort of like this uh, receiving and this uh, sharing of this back and forth, right? The tick for tat kind of thing. Yeah. But the love that I'm starting to really dance around with and to really appreciate is this energy of bestowal, this energy of sharing with no agenda, this energy of, which is, which to me is the energy that comes from the upper world kind of love, the energy that connects us all. It's the energy that's innate within us, uh, but we tend not to use it because it's, it's not a it's not a place that people go to because they're just so wrapped up with a lot of egoistic traits right and all of that stuff is hiding that true sort of essence of sharing okay so so that's sort of like where I'm looking at love from that perspective awesome um okay yeah. well we're gonna we're gonna come back to each of our perspectives. <laughs> No, and that's cool. I love this. I don't want to like just have a yes man with me on here. No, I want you to challenge me. I love a challenge. This is fun. And um, when we come back from our break, we're going to continue this conversation with this bent guest of mine, Joanne Del Corre, and we're going to continue to talk about gratitude changes the lives of love. And you're listening to Inspired Choices on AdaZen.fm. Stay tuned. When we get back, we're going to get deeper into this. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? willing to be the doorway to possibilities? What if there is no wall, no doorway, just possibilities all around? What if the doorway of possibilities is not a defined path or thing? And what if it doesn't look like what you imagine or have been looking for? Hi everyone, I'm Christine McIver, Possibilities Coach with Inspired Choices. 
have the distinct pleasure of being a speaker on a new telesummit called Allusion to Illumination Summit with an amazing host, Nilifer Safdar. Nilifer has brought together 21 of the world's top access consciousness facilitators who will facilitate you to find your doorways to possibilities. Participation is free for everyone. The keynote speaker is Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness. The series runs Sunday through Friday, January 4th to March 31st. I will be featured on Tuesday, January the 13th. How did I get so lucky? And my topic is Be the Dominatrix of Your Life, the title of my new book. I would be thrilled to have you join me on that call. Either way, check out the entire dynamic list of speakers and see which ones pop for you and which calls would contribute to opening your doorway to possibilities. Are you ready to unlock the greatness of you when you open the doorway? What else is possible? To register, go to my website, inspiredchoices.ca, or you can go to illusiontoilluminationsummit.com. Hope to see you there. Being visible, being social, being heard. What desires are you ready to create? Would you like to take the next step to creating a potent presence on the web? Would it create more possibilities and expansion in your life? BeingVisible.ca offers website, social media, radio show creation, and more. Creating with consciousness, bringing the energy of you to your audience. Are you ready to connect with your audience clearly, regularly, and with ease? Christine MacGyver and Carol Glover work with individuals and organizations to create a powerful presence on the web. Personal attention and one-on-one -on -one training creates the ease with expanding you. Are you ready? Connect today at BeingVisible.ca. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, and I am your host, Christine. For tonight's show, Gratitude Changes the Lives of Love, with my brilliant Joanne LeCore, who's not agreeing with me on everything, the little bugger. <laughs> That's okay. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> and I... And I definitely invite that in. Eleanor in the chat room is saying a few things that I want to repeat. She says, love to me was family always being there, or at least that was, the, was my condition. However, it is not my experience or conditioning. And she said, I really needed this topic as I just finished talking with my niece about my family. Didn't really get into it, but the energy is kind of dirty, was feeling yucky. Um, you know, how true is that, you know, this feeling of love and expectation around what, it, what love means, what love doesn't mean, what it means to, you know, have, have an expectation of um, that, that because this person is your blood, that they should love you. And, and then what that definition means is they should always be connected with you, they should always include you, they should loan you money, they should, you know, whatever, the shoulds, right? The, all those shoulds. 
mm-hmm. which are judgments, you know. So I think that was part of the energy around where where we're coming from um when 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 this topic came up for me is those are the lies to me of love of where we've defined what love should or shouldn't be those to me Joanne are where i was coming from the space of what eleanor is saying and and what she's picking yeah. up is the lies you know how I many people I do love yeah. and expect sorry go ahead mm-hmm. no i honestly I, I i i can sense where you're going with this i feel like uh i feel like the lies of love um show up when we treat love as very, um, I don't know, at very base level, right? Sort of we're not, uh, we're not expanding with the love. If, if love, if we use love as a tool to get what we want, then right. lies show up, right? Well, we use it as a weapon. Yeah. yeah right? And we use good. it as yeah. a weapon towards others, but also towards ourselves. Yeah. Right? So when, 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 I think that people have bastardized the the essence of what love, the word love is. So first of all, when I was growing up, to say that you know in our family to say that we loved each other, it didn't it did not occur. And I've talked about this on the radio before that when I was when I was um, seventeen, I went to a program. It was a, a youth program, and when I came back. It took me several weeks, but I worked my way up to telling my father that I loved him. And I'm telling you, it w- I think it was harder than giving birth. It was so incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and you know, my father hasn't been uh, in his body for 30 years now. And I'm so grateful that I did that. I'm so grateful that I challenged myself to do that. I know that that was a huge contribution to him and me so we went we've gone from this joanne this this space of not saying we love each other you know you don't say those things to now people are saying them to each other like hey like hi how are you i love you you know like yeah i think i think there's a difference between saying i love this amazing salmon piece of salmon on my plate here because you love what it does for you Rather than say, like we're very we're very connected to I love that person for the way that they make me feel. It's very egocentric. It's very all about me and how that experience makes me feel. And I feel like what I constantly want to move into is this feeling of oh my god, I just I love who you are like I love I I love without needing anything in return from you. This sort of and it's hard, right? It's hard to be that in in relationship with your family because I believe family family dynamics is set up to trigger you no matter what. <laughs> and you know, and so and so the the whole love word while you're triggered really doesn't mean much in that space. But when you can get pa- past the trigger, really understand that that relative or that sort of uh, that person that is living in your life on a daily basis is upsetting you. It's really because there's something there, okay, obviously that you need to look at, but they're bringing, they're actually growing you, and right. for that you love them. Right. But not Joanne, for, not for their reaction, for what they're bringing to you in your life is what you're loving about them. That's, but that's you, that, but Joanne, yeah. this is this is who you be, and this is what you do is you see the contribution a challenge will be. The average individual that this is not their area of expertise or their area of work, yes. I don't think most people, 
people can be in appreciation and love someone for the challenge that they bring. Would you agree well, on sure, that? They sure as heck will be in appreciation of it uh, when they're in pain because people will only be in appreciation of it when they feel pain in their lives and need to know that something needs to change. They're in desperate need of change. And so that's sort of what I'm going to say about that because, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to say about that. Does that make sense? Listen, I am I, I so grateful like, for who I, you be. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I, I feel like people, people, are, are, people will get into a space of talking about love um, um, sort of the love that truly unites us all without a condition, without an agenda, but the love that we're made of when they come through the ashes of pain, right? When they're mm. sort of like that phoenix coming through the ashes. Mm. But it's through okay. that pain that they're able to actually get there and appreciate it. Right. So I believe that gratitude and what it is that we're talking about tonight, gratitude and love, I believe that gratitude is the gateway to that love, the love, the sort of the love, the bestowing love, the sharing love. But I think that we can, for me, and and this is kind of the energy of where um, the the tools of access consciousness, the, the whole thought of access consciousness is gratitude has no opposition and it's not conditional. And when we are in gratitude, we can, it's, when you're in gratitude of someone, you can be in allowance of what they're choosing, even if you don't like it now. So if I said to you, Joanne, I, I'm, I am very grateful for, you know, X, Y, or Z about you, and then 10 years from now we don't speak, that energy of gratitude for what you were being in my life at that time, it doesn't go away. But oftentimes we talk about loving someone and I, I don't love them anymore, I hate them now. You know what I mean? It's like we it's like we turn the love on or off and but gratitude you know, it's it's kind of a space of something's occurred mm. and I'm grateful for you, but that gratitude doesn't leave. It's not like I'm no longer grateful for you. It's yeah, like what you're talking about in that experience. Mhm. Right? So I feel I, like gratitude's not charged. It's not charged with right. love is or something like that. I don't right. know. I feel like that's what you're saying. Right. And I gratitude do believe that the original definition of the word love, which I don't have, and if anybody out there has a book prior to 1943, that would be great if you could look that up. But I believe that the original definition or the energy of the word love is a sacred space and that's where you vibrate from with this that's where you see it from from mm. and i believe that it's been bastardized so much over the last you know 100 years that the word gratitude has actually taken the space for that mhm it's like the gateway right so Maddie says, uh, random question, could today's topic include love and gratitude you have for your family members as well as or just relationships? I believe that it includes, Maddie, everything. I, I believe that it includes all of it because the one thing that is constant is change. So if you experience something with someone where you were feeling anger or hatred or sadness, or re separation that could change and then you could start to be in the space and the energy of gratitude and and that th those changes can be happening all of the time I don't think that anything stays 
in its one space. Do you, Joanne? Well, everybody's everything's always shifting. I agree with that. Everything is always shifting. But I'm really interested. I'm really interested in this whole notion of you know Maddie's question here about um, could today's topic include some gratitude you have for your family members as well, or just relationships? You know, I think we are always in relationship. We're in relationship with people, with things, with circumstances, with events. We are people who are all relating. Exactly. So if we choose, wherever we decide to choose, we're coming from love. Again, I'm so convinced that love is a tool in some ways that we're using. So if our intention is to come from a specific, I don't know, if we have a specific intention to use love in a very specific way, we're gonna we're gonna see the effects of that in our life. We'll see the effects almost immediately. So, I guess what I really want to say around all of this is be conscious of your intention around love and what you want to bring to that space. My intention with love is to bring purity to the space. Is to bring um, to bring this 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 really big. You know, this really big desire to bestow sharing on others because, yeah, I'm just really feeling that in my life. I'm really experiencing it a, lo- a lot, and I really feel like it's so grounding at the same time. Yeah. Not because it's not because I want something from someone. It's simply a sharing. I am. It's like the bestowing of love that I give to others also encompasses gratitude for them. Mm. Cool. We've got so many awesome comments in the chat room. I'm just going to quickly go through them, yeah, and uh, and then we will pick up uh, wherever we land. Um, Nancy says so many definitions of love. I love the show. Love wine. Love clean sheets. Things that are yummy to my soul. Why, when it comes being to a being, hold on, does its meaning become so defined and limited? Well, I think there's so much in that comment because when it becomes. Um, to another being, I think that's where this whole energy of expectation or and or obligation starts to come into. Because if I say I love wine, wine doesn't have a point of view whether I love it or not. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you just love the way it makes you feel, right? I love the way it tastes <laughs> on my lips and goes over my tongue. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> this is a family show, right? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? No, I can say whatever I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's my show, it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. Um, but I think that, that in, in relation to this very, very serious topic, I think what, what Nancy brought up is that when it comes to another being, then we start to kind of, it's nearly like you put down your feet, Joanne, and you're like, okay, okay, what stance do I need to take here with this? Mm-hmm. Right? Where when gratitude, the energy of gratitude, the word of gratitude, I'm grateful for you. You know, I'm grateful for some of my greatest gratitude are for people who have been a pain in the ass to my life. Mm. The the people that have pissed me off, the people who have challenged me. Yeah, but you don't need to break them for them after the fact, after you've been triggered, right? Because then you can you can see the horizon. You can see the reason reason behind, like the bigger picture behind Well, the I can trigger. see it what it I can see that their choice 
actually led me to greater a greater space of being of me because you know let's In face it it's, it's really hard to go into gratitude when you're triggered the hell out of somebody like when you feel completely triggered by someone you're in anger whatever those negative emotions are it is almost yeah. superhuman to superhuman. get past that sticker <laughs> and i believe uh, i believe I, it's time for and we only have 14 minutes left of the show and we didn't know what we were going to talk about how's it getting better than that commercials off (laughs) do you want to skip the next commercial no we're just getting like toasty and warm okay we're just getting skip it it. skip it okay cool all right now i gotta go back gotta read these other comments okay maddie says i am going through major family challenges it is only mom and i at home i'm trying to be the one to give love and gratitude hold on People keep typing in the damn window move. That's right. I left, guys. Trying to be, I'm trying to be the one to give love and gratitude for her and support. Plus, in the last month or so, I have had uh, a few lost friendships. So I am afraid I am becoming completely opposite. I think you mean to that. So, Maddie, what I'd like to say to you is truth. Can you really? become opposite of who you truly be and anything that that brings up for anyone can we please destroy and create the um, definitions the limitations of gratitude and love if they've put you into a space of um, sadness frustration or anger right wrong good bad pock pot all nine shorts boys and beyonds the energy um, you know first of all let's talk about gratitude and love as whether you you use the word gratitude whether you use the word love Joanne and I are both coming from the space of how can we create maybe even greater kindness Joanne in the world Mm. Um, I don't know if it's kindness I'm going to say create authenticity okay create authenticity yeah I think it's about it's about uh creating a realness about you and really showing up and really having some courageous conversations. I believe that courageous conversations is what allows you to shift into a space of deep love. And Um, if you're, and if you're someone who is experiencing something like Maddie is experiencing, holding the space for you and finding the things about you that you are grateful for, even the fact Maddie, that you are choosing that you are choosing to continue to step forward is is a space to be grateful for for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it's not easy, please put your hand up. Ask for some help. Um, no one should go through the challenges alone. We didn't come here to be alone. We came here to be amongst others. And there's 7 billion of us here. Put your hand up, Maddie. Um, anybody that's listening out there, I put my hand up this week. And um, I had this beautiful soul came in and... Um, We've been having a blast this week. Joanne mm-hmm. is is one of my peeps. That when I when I hit a wall, when I you know follow my knees, when I get to that space of not knowing how to move past you know the the mountain that's in front of me, she's one of the mm-hmm. people that I I say hey I need I need something from mm-hmm. you, and she does the same with me. There's lots of amazing people in the world. Uh, if you're looking for someone in access, go to the Access Consciousness uh, website. And look up somebody close by, or you know, I do Skype sessions. Joanne does Skype sessions as well. Please feel free to con- contact 
either of us, we would be happy to to see what we can do to shift things for you. You know what? I love what Eleanor's saying. Can I just say this? Yes, yeah, yeah. Saying people don't always appreciate when I'm being authentic. I love it, right? I love that. Yeah. You, that, well, that's when we have to check in and say, okay, what can they actually hear? <laughs> Right? Can they really receive this? I just want to quickly read what Melitza said. She says, the Greeks have several meanings for love as well. Just jumping in, not sure if you guys mentioned that. So if there are so many definitions of love in Greek, what if we all have our own definitions of what love means to us? And for some of us, like me, love has equally lies and pain. Hold on. (laughs) Pain where gratitude hasn't. Cool. Very interesting. I'd love to hear more about that. Because well, I kind of have a hard time seeing gratitude and love separately. I think I've combined them both, that they're sort of gratitude's the quality of love. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And and if you're someone who has um, felt like this is my, this this is just a thought, an idea that people might want to entertain. If love has been, felt like it's been a weapon used against you, Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, at sometimes you use that weapon against others, and it's now got um, a funky energy to it. When you go to say "I love you," when you think about uh, um, loving someone or falling in love, you might want to begin to look at where you can be grateful for you, where you can be grateful for another person. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking about speaking. I love you, or saying the words, whatever happened to actually just feeling the essence behind what someone is saying to you? We mm. all have that ability to do that. Have you ever walked into a room and known that that room, someone actually had an argument in there, but you didn't even, you didn't even witness the argument? You can feel the energy. You can feel the energy of the intention behind the words. So let's just sort of you know, not focus so much on the vocabulary because we're also limited by it any freaking way. Why don't we just use our natural sense of sensitivity and amplify that so that we can expand a little bit more in the love area? I, I hear you. You know sister. what I'm saying, girl? I listen. Whatever you're picking up, I'm putting down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like screw the words. Screw yeah, but hold say. on. But we you live know, in a verbal community. We live sure. in we we create and communicate primarily through our words. Although I know that's not true. We're we we are connecting and creating through energy. And I'm I yeah. wholeheartedly agree with you that we pick up the energy of what's going on. I mean, we can pick up the energy of what's going on in the chat room, Joe. Totally, and totally, and, totally. and you and I are the only ones that are talking verbally out loud, but they're all contributing the, their energy to this conversation. Absolutely. So I, I completely agree with you on that. However, we cannot negate the fact that this reality being created through TV shows, movies, um, violence, uh, the wars, uh, the news, what's on TV, what we see in the newspaper, you know, what we read through social media, we cannot negate the fact that those places and spaces bastardize love. Sure. But you know what, Christine? We have a choice to listen to that shit. We do. And if we listen to it so much, we actually get so bloody confused about what our own thoughts are because we're carrying everybody else's bloody thoughts. Yeah. No, I hear you. So let's Absolutely. choose who we, what we listen to. Let's choose what we watch. Let's choose the conversations we're having. 
Goodbye. And let's choose to continue to listen to AtoZen.fm. Um, <laughs> That's smooth, girl. Thanks. Thanks, baby. <laughs> You know what, Joanne? I adore you. I I adore you that, you know what, you challenge me. You challenge the world around you. Um, you're willing to say what's what's required in order to make a change. And that's one of your brilliant, brilliant gifts. And, and I, anybody that's listening out there, this woman, she, she will surprise you over and over and over again. Her programs are phenomenal. She's an amazing speaker. And uh, you should connect with her, her Joanne Delcore. Dot com. Uh, so that's J-O-A-N-N-E-D-E-L-C-O-R-E.com. And uh, Joanne, do you still have your Facebook page on I Facebook? Do. Yes, it's so, uh, Be Anxiety Free. And she's got some great, great programs, so you should absolutely um, check in with her. And if you have children, young children, uh, Joanne's doing work in some schools with some very young children who have high anxiety, and she's actually working with the parents to create greater tools for them to work with their children. So I know that that's a program that's been doing great for you, um, and you know I really hope that you get to to share that with many many more people. But but you know what, being being grateful for someone, uh, it, I I just like to invite people to start looking at where you can be grateful for you. If you don't have that love in your life, if you don't feel like you have that love with your family, you can begin to create that from a space of what am I grateful for day? What am I grateful for about me? You know, some days... And can I add this too? Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to see the light in someone else. Choosing, mm. deciding to find the light in the other person, just deciding to look for it, even when it fe- feels like it's pretty dark in there with someone. Yeah, yeah, it's true, and and I guess that for me, Joanne, that's what you're highlighting on the seeing the light in someone. Sometimes is finding the space of where I can be grateful for them. Yeah, when I certainly don't love them. Yeah, you know, you. I've had relationships that have ended, and I'm not talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships and family relationships that have ended, that I no longer desire to continue to have. And while I would say, you know, there are moments when I want to say, screw them, I don't love them anymore, there are still places with with them where I can be grateful. Um, it doesn't... I guess for me, the word gratitude doesn't wipe out what was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at Eleanor's comment here. Let it begin with me. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Carol says, when I was younger, I tried to use love to bind another to me. Thank God. Thank goodness that never worked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Carol. Like we use that. Yeah. yeah, we use the word love as a manipulation. And Eleanor says, energy is my language. Phenomenal, fantastic. And Nancy says, and like many words, love has its own level of meaning, so each should follow their own knowing. Absolutely. God, these people in the chat room are smart, aren't they? Man, they should be on the call with us. Why the hell? Oh my why God, didn't they call? Why don't I'm glad they didn't. Group? Can we get a group I, scenario here? Yeah, I'm glad they didn't call in because they might make us look stupid because they're so smart. <laughs> Such a gracious host. I know, right? <laughs> uh, someone else said, I used sex 
as a manipulation no, tool. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very good. I mean, and you know what? Good on you for everybody for saying what it is that you've used. How many of us haven't used those things? Um, because you know what? Society actually also teaches us that, doesn't it? It's like, oh, if you do this and if you do that and if you do this and you'll finally hook them and da 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 da, right? And it's like, uh, you know, just like when you're asking somebody a question, like, do you really mean that? Are you re- truthfully asking me that or you just want something from me? You know, it's like even your kids, oh, mommy, I love you. What do you want? <laughs> you know what? Just yeah, stop, right. stop blowing the bullshit. What do you want, right? And it, it, it's very, very different. Uh, Carol then says, and then it's. If it does work, you get to feel guilty. Oh, my God. How aware are you, Carol? That is phenomenal. Well, listen, I just want to take a minute to thank everybody in the chat room to, of course, thank Joanne for for coming and playing and uh, for being such a huge contribution in my life um, in, in so many places and spaces. And what's really cool and why I'm so grateful for Joanne is there is no obligation between us We can um, be in each other's lives consistently for weeks and months, and then suddenly we're both off doing our own thing. No separation. We're still connected energetically. Mm -hmm. And then months later we might connect. It was actually... It was actually a couple of years after our coaching program, and we connected, and within seconds we were back in... um, in a dance of absolute joy and laughter and play. And I'm just, I'm just really grateful that we've created that between the two yeah. of us. So thank I you so much. You. Thank you. I'm really grateful for that too. Um, sounds like part two is on the way, huh? Let's part two is on the way. What two. else is possible? Hey, well, stick around. We'll see what, we'll see what we can cook up, but I think we might need some wine first. Um, <laughs> You know what, stay tuned. I'm going to actually have Dr. Nancy Abram in with us next week. Um, She's a doctor that has been using the tools of access consciousness in her practice. She says she has many stories to share with us, how it's changed her her, um, clients and uh, what's what's changed in her life too I would love to connect with you I'm, be, I'm going to be putting on a bars class foundation level one class with access consciousness and also Danielle Carter right body for you coming up in March so connect with me I would love to share more of the tools and, and our awareness is in play so thank you so much everyone stay tuned for Sherry L.R. Taylor up next creative energy in you bye for now Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.